Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Another edition of the Rough Cut Sports Cast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, AJ Johnson. What's up, buddy? How's it going on this beautiful March 24th, Wednesday evening that we have upon us in the Sunshine State? What's up, buddy? Uh, how are you? I mean, I'm pretty decent. I'm pretty decent. Uh, I'm going to have to switch some stuff up here. I'm getting this weird little sound. And, yeah, I got to switch up my earpiece. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What is this? Uh, take take, take us behind the curtain, AJ. Take us behind the curtain. No, um, for whatever reason, it decided that it was going to suck and jump in and out. And I couldn't hear. And all the important words that you had would just cut off at the most huh. inopportune time. So I was huh. like, all right. Let's switch this up and see if we can. Yeah. So I'm going to do it like you today. I'm going to drop with the uh, wired headphones. and Oh, going with the wired headphones, eh? Yeah, going with the wired yeah, headphones. Yeah. Well, back in the archaic AJ, days. You need to prepare yourself because we have a great show ahead of us. We are talking March Madness once again. It is su- It is sweet 16 time. It is, it is finally upon us after a an absolute wild round of 64 and an even ab- oh, even wilder round of 32. It has been That's... so much fun to watch, so much fun to keep up with. We have uh, we have our own Rough Cut Bracket Challenge update that we have to update people on. I know I am in dead last, I think, in that ESPN Bracket Challenge. <laughs> Thanks to you. I'll get no. into it. <laughs> we'll get into we'll get into it a little bit. You'll you'll have to stick around for that. Uh, but first, AJ. Sir. I guess I didn't. I, I never got. How, how are you? How are you today? Other I mean, than your head, you know, you know. How are you? It's uh, it's been all right. Like, it, it, we're coming to the end of March, and I'm really excited about it. March has been as madness is the only good term. Like, not yeah. just the sports world, but our lives, Vinny, have been in madness. And I know yeah. I said this last week. It's because it still applies every single day. I'm like, all right, today's the day I'll catch up to three days ago, and we will be yeah. good. So and, I'm excited and just, for it coming in. And just to give the, the fans a little behind-the-curtain thing, because we always do it. We always we always take fans behind the curtain, behind the uh, – we pull it back for you beautiful listeners at home and viewers watching on Facebook Live. It has been a, a wild ride for not just myself, not just AJ, but Aaron is also going through some stuff, man. He's got a wild time. Dylan is about to be on ESPN tonight. Shout out Dylan Kearns, voice in sports casting. He's going to be on ESPN tonight, so check him out. Uh, but it's been wild for all of us. But, you know, we can always come to our safe space. We can always come to the safe zone that is the Rough Cut Sportscast. And that's what we want you, beautiful viewers at home, to have that safe space as well, where you can always count on the Rough Cut Sportscast to not only let your feelings out, but to be able to be entertained by our two beautiful faces. I know, I know, hey. I know. It's, it's great. Look at, I mean, look at that guy. Let's solo this guy here real quick. Look at him. Look at him. Do that neck thing you did before the show. Do that neck thing. 
There it is. Look look how long his neck is. Unreal <laughs> length of his neck. Live on the show. Yeah. You're the first one to ever tell me I have a long neck. Like I've ne- I've never heard that before today. Like that's that's I, new I didn't think it was a thing until I saw you reach out your neck earlier, but I'd always reach my neck out for you, buddy. Oh, what a nice guy. What a nice guy. But like I said, great show ahead of us. We're talking Sweet 16. We're going to discuss and talk all of that. Who's going to make it to the Elite Eight? But, gentlemen, (laughs) that's a good comment by Michael Sherman. First comment of the day. That's that's what we're all shooting for. (laughs) But, AJ, we have an Elite Eight of of our own to discuss, and we have the results it is time it is time to pay the bills aj get those beautiful fingers loaded up tell these beautiful people where they can follow look can can, you have the fingers loaded i I forgot what our socials are could you help me oh would you look at that there they are twitter rough cut underscore sports on facebook at rough cut sports and the instagram at the rough sportscast all of our clips from all of our shows for all of the great conversations can be found at YouTube at Rough Cut Sportscast. Leave a like, hit the share, hit the follow, hit the subscribe, hit the notifications. Tell somebody. Tell everybody. <laughs> everybody. And, of course, this show is brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs. It's March Madness time. They even got signed basketballs over there. So go check them out, halftimesportscollectibles.com. And last but certainly not least, this show is brought to you by our beautiful friends at the Belly Up Sports Network. Great place to be on. We are so happy and fortunate to be a part of a great network that is the Belly Up Sports Network. Be sure to head over there. They have a website. We're going to be on the website eventually. But head over there. Check out all the shows that they have going on over there. It's great stuff, man. You're not going to want to miss out on what's going on at the Belly Up Sports Network. But a Jay Johnson, it is time to talk our own Elite Eight. And if you haven't seen the episode on Friday, our last Fun and Games Friday episode, we began a tournament of sorts. An all-time women's bracket challenge where we determine the most influential, the greatest influential woman in sports history. This was the original bracket of 16 it is now down to eight, AJ. It is down to eight. Let's see how Are wonderful you. my bracket went. Are you ready to know the results? Okay. So the Elite Eight originally was, I'll go back to this. The bracket is not loaded with the Elite Eight. You would think someone would have loaded that up, but they did not. Well, the Elite well. Eight was Billie Jean King against Susan Waldman, Kim Inge against Lisa Leslie. On the right-hand side, it was Mia Hamm versus Pat Summit, Ronda Rousey versus Serena Williams, and the results are in, my friend. Moving Ooh. on to the final four. AJ, we start off with Billie Jean King against Susan Ooh. Walton. Who would you who who do you think won? Who do I think won? Billie Jean King versus Susan Walton. I mean, it's got to be Billie Jean King. I, she she's done so much. I mean, she's influential to the fullest, right? It, it Susan was. Susan Waldman's a good one, but that that's a tough matchup for her, you know. 
And we've already got upsets going on somewhere else. I don't know if we're going to get many in this bracket. There were so many upsets in March Madness, which we are definitely going to be getting into. <laughs> but yes, Billie Jean King is moving on. She defeated Susan Waldman 10 to four in the votes and you Ooh. those votes were tallied on instagram and facebook so my billy jean king is moving on to the final four i'm very happy about that we'll go over to your side of the bracket your first matchup it was it was your but you by yourself on this one it was pat summit against mia ham aj and this one was not close okay yeah it was yeah. not did you so yeah. the reason you know you were talking last week about why Pat Summit should have been my first seed? I didn't tell you this, but I made it my second seed because I wanted that little uh, you know, that upset type of situation. You know, how players and teams will kind of relax and just get in the playoffs because you know, once you get in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. That was what I was doing with Pat Summit, you know, she just had to get into the bracket. Yeah. It didn't matter what would happen after that. So, oh, yeah, and that's now- a strong one to move on. I'm, I'm I, I have some faith having her on my side still if something else didn't go my direction. So yep. that's a good one to move forward. Yeah, Pat Summit defeats Mia Ham 12 to 3. It was an absolute blowout, but it was not the biggest blowout of the polls. This one here, <laughs> Lisa Leslie against Kim Inge. This one was the blowout. Lisa Leslie takes this one and moves on to face Billy Jean King. I have defeated Dylan at this. What was point. the uh what was the the, the, fi- ma- the yeah the final tally of this one Lisa Leslie 13 Kim Inge 2 ooh only two votes for Kim Inge it's unfortunate she she really deserves yeah. a lot of credit and yeah. and all these ladies deserve a lot of credit so do all the ladies who are not featured on this bracket they deserve a lot of credit but Lisa Leslie got the most votes in the entire in, in the entire Sweet 16, or uh, oh, wow. the, in the entire Elite Eight, she had 13 oh, wow. votes. Okay, she moves on. It is an all Vinny left side of the bracket here with Billie Jean King against Lisa Leslie in the final four. And on your side to determine who will be facing Pat Summit. Can I take him out? Can I take him out? I need a drum roll, but I do not have a drum roll. Serena Williams is moving on to the final four to face your summit. She defeated Ronda Rousey in the closest in the closest uh, matchup out of the whole entire Elite Eight. She won ten to six. It was a 50-50 split on Facebook. So she ended up winning ten to six because of the gram, man. Because of the gram. Gotta do it for the gram. I get it. Hey, Ronda Rousey showed out, man. She she hey, pulled for out real. The she put up a good fight. Dang, I would have loved to. Uh, I would have loved to have given an argument for her in the in the final four, of the or the uh, or in the championship round. But you know, it's cool. Again, I got Pat Summit, Ronda Rousey. Thank you for uh, you know stepping up like you did and getting me another W. But couldn't do it all the way through. And I, I respect that. You know, you 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 took some L's later in your career. It's only fitting that we do it. Oh, too soon. Too soon, man. Too what? soon. It was like three years ago. See, I. <laughs> no, man. No, oh, no. Man. No, no, no. Serena but... versus Pat, huh? Yep. 
Yeah, this is a this wow. is the four matchup you can see below. It is Billie Jean King versus Lisa Leslie, Pat Summit versus Serena Williams. That will be decided, and the results will be in next week. You're, You're going already on to the championship. What? You're already on to the championship. Basically, I am. I, I have I have punched oh. my ticket for sure into the championship. You, you know what I noticed the other day? Since this is still a final. Uh, uh, Fun and Games Friday topic. We haven't done our ice bucket challenges. That needs to happen. Like, uh, hey, I'm waiting for it, okay? I'm not I, the one who has to do it. Yeah, I mean, I just figured you'd yell at us a little bit more about it because you'd want to see it. If I had won this, I'd be insufferable about getting some ice bucket challenges. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, right, I'll, I'll start being aggressive with this. I'll start hounding the boys <laughs> for it, and I'll get that ice bucket challenge. The fans want to see the ice bucket challenge is what it is, but... Yeah. This is yeah. the final four. Billie Jean King versus Lisa Leslie. Pat Summit versus Serena Williams. I'll pull up the uh, the rankings here real quick on where they ranked here. So Billie Jean King was a one seed facing yeah. off against the four seed. Pat Summit is a two seed facing off against a one seed. So, man, These Lisa Leslie's man. Lisa Leslie's a Cinderella story. Oh, she's gonna. She, I think she's gonna be representing you, bro. I think she is too, and I'm okay with it. I am 100% okay with it. But that's the final four. You can make sure you vote on our social media pages, Facebook and Instagram. AJ, I'll let, I'll let this graphic pull up one more time for the beautiful people at home. At Rough Cut Sports on Facebook, where you're probably watching us now. And on the gram, at the Rough Cut Sports cast. Be sure to cast your vote. Who do you? Who would you have? Early early uh, predictions here. Who do you, 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 you think uh, your girl Pat Summit can win? Pat Summit versus Lisa Leslie, baby. Let's do this. Oh, <laughs> we're not we're knocking Aaron out this week. He, he's got to go. I should have had the clean sweep last week, but, you know, I, respect on Serena. Respect on Res Serena. Respect. Respect. Put some respect on that name. Put some. Oh, sure, sure. there it is. There hey. it is. That's what you hey. want to hear. That's what you want to hear. But be uh, sure. Also, also we, we got the nickname for Aaron. It's one vote. It's Mr. One Vote. Oh, Mr. One Vote. Oh, <laughs> Mr. One man, Vote. He's I, love I love it. Oh, Mr. One Vote. We're I thought about this the other day. I, like, oh, I can't wait. Going into the group chat now, changing his name to Mr. One Vote. That We need to remember that, okay? We need to make sure we remember that. But that Never. was our March Madness Bracket Challenge with our all-women's bracket there. Final four is set. Check out our social media to vote. But, AJ, it is time to get into our bracket challenge that we have here going and I need to update the fans on the results of from the people that are in it. Oh, I Lord. am dead last. I am <laughs> I'm embarrassed. And I am I, I, I set have, you I'm up, bro. You didn't yeah. know it, but I was setting you up. Yeah, you you <laughs> you led me to, to, to failure, okay? I Look here, man. A hold on, hold on, hold on. This is important to say. The very beginning of that episode, nope. I told you nope. we do this because nope. our brackets will be nope. wrong. Nope. Two people. I could have had Two a good in, You could not have. Your bracket would have been trashed anyway. Okay, still. Hold on here. Hold on here. Let's. I'm going to go through here and, and point out the ones that I would have had that you had me change. Okay? I had... Hold on. Hold on here. Hold on. Taking a little while, huh? Yeah, no. I'm taking a little bit. I am taking a little bit. I originally had UCLA over BYU. I originally had... 
You made me go with a Winthrop thing, man. You had hey, a no, but that wasn't a bad one. Look at how that game you turned out, though. High on them, man. I had North Texas over Purdue. You remember this? I had North Texas over Purdue, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, that's crazy!" And then you convinced me to pick Purdue, and I was, I would have been right. How dare yeah. you? You would have been right out of the same pure look of the other four people in the nation that got How that game right. You. How That's what I'm you. saying to you, bro. Like, it was not crazy of a thought process or an analysis. The fact that Purdue is out of this tournament already is nuts to me, and, to be 100% and then, honest. And then I go on, and I had Loyola Chicago over Georgia Tech, and you thought you told me Georgia Tech was sick. I don't feel I, incorrect. Don't put words in my mouth. Your, your exact <laughs> words were, is it crazy to think? No, 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 no. Your exact words was, was it crazy to think that Loyola Chicago could beat Georgia Tech? And I said, not at all. It is an eight versus a nine seed. I'm choosing Georgia Tech because I've seen them so much this season, and I know what they're capable of. I didn't say there's no way Loyola was going to win. They're a good team. I got to give Michael Sturman the credit, though, because he actually helped me, and I picked Oregon State over Tennessee, and he helped me, okay? That was a... And oh, and I had one, Oregon State over Tennessee as well. I just had them losing to Oklahoma State. This is the best one here. I had Liberty over Oklahoma State, and you convinced <laughs> me not only to have Oklahoma State win that game, but to have them advance. I you convinced me to put Oklahoma State all the way into my final four, and I did yeah. that. But are you going to explain how you basically are just an impulse guy? And once I spoke one good word about them, you went from zero to 100 real quick. I, I was like, no, they're going to beat Liberty. And you're like, oh, man, Final Four. Like, I, I am very I am very aggressive. But to go into our bracket challenge here, our bracket group, I am in dead last thanks to AJ. You're in welcome. first place is Aaron Mukes with 390 total points. And his champion is still in it. He has Gonzaga winning. In second place... My boy, Chris Daughtry over here, he is in second place with 370 points, but he has Illinois winning, so they're yeah. out. So that's going to be – that is going to hurt. His uh, Sweet 16 looks like he had uh, he had Virginia in it. He had Iowa in it. They're not they're, – these are the teams that are not in it. Virginia, Iowa, Ohio State. My God, Oral Roberts. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Illinois yeah. and West Virginia. So – Chris, it's it's tough. It's tough. Uh, Bailey, I want to point out, Bailey didn't even join our bracket challenge, by the way. How? Didn't even join. Didn't even join. Unbelievable, this guy. Unbelievable. Mm. But mm -mm. let's go into this, uh, the, this round of 64, round of 32, AJ. Give me something that was a, a bright spot, the, something that made you really excited from, from the uh, first two rounds. Made me really excited, or just kind of like you know, hey, that's cool that that happened. Because well, <laughs> well, let me simplify then, since you want to, you like to make things difficult. What was? Well, the you know what I'm excited about. <laughs> what was the highlight of the first two rounds? The highlight of the first two rounds, honestly, it's probably that the Pac-12 is out here just running things. Like I, I didn't think that was going to happen. Pac-12 over the season wasn't that great. Like, I'm not saying they're bad teams or anything. They've got a lot of good teams that have lived in college basketball lore. But for them to come in the tournament, they're sitting at 9-1 and one in the tournament right now. And 25% of the Sweet 16 is the Pac-12. Their conference still has four teams remaining. No other team has more than two. UCLA was almost not even in the tournament. And then they got hot. 
and they've come in and they won in the first four. They won in the round of 64. They won in the round of 32, and they're sitting here in the Sweet 16. I mean, they, they've got some really good things going for them, and I, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if they found their way into the Final Four, but they got a real tough matchup against your uh, weak old team down there in the SEC. False. And I, I actually had Alabama losing to Maryland. Yeah, I, you, um, know, you know me. I always hate picking against. Like I always hate picking my team to win. So like I almost like to like reverse jinx myself. So like if I pick <laughs> them to, to lose, then they end up winning. So it ends up being a a, a, a a counterbalance. But your Florida State Seminoles, though, I had I picked against them. I thought that you like you're mean. No, I honestly thought when you brought up Florida State and how much they turned the ball over and a good playing against good defensive teams, to, I love defense. I love yeah. watching a good defensive battle, whether it's NFL, NHL, basketball for that matter. I love watching a good defensive team. Part of the reason why I picked Baylor to win it all. But Florida State seems to be overcoming their their uh, their negatives. Why and what what are you seeing from Florida State? Yeah, and, uh, you know, you said it. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more in depth about what I expect from Florida State a little bit later in the show. But as far as what they've done, I mean, you said it. You love good defensive teams, and that's what Florida State is. And when they're putting together Florida – when they're putting together defensive drives, they're a really hard team to beat. When they're focused on beating a team with defense, they're not so quick and rambling to turn the ball over. You know, and it, it happened a little bit in that UNCG game. There was a, a moment in the end of the first half where Florida State had five consecutive turnovers. And I get so mad at Leonard Hamilton sometimes because he is fantastic at making adjustments at halftime, but he hasn't been so good making them during the game. And that's something that is really going to have to step up when we're getting ready to play a number one Michigan team, things of that nature. I was really worried about uh, Colorado at first, the way they came out and they were just shooting hot, but that didn't keep running. So they, uh, our defense got up, got up on them and stopped them from hitting threes. They went 16 for 25 in their first game, while Florida State went 0 for 9 in their first game from three-point land. So that was a little bit of a worry, but we we right the ship, and we were able to uh, stop them from hitting threes and hitting buckets at all because that defense is real. It, it, yes, real, real. It's real, real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have a question for you. I and probably you, have an answer. I'll give I'll – give, uh, anyone in the chat listening – if you can guess this, if you can get the answer right on this without Googling, and I don't know if you Googled, okay? I, I will know if you, you Googled. AJ, can you tell me where Oral Roberts is located? Oh, my God. I can't anymore. Um, oh, my God. I did know this. Like, home, Where is Oral Roberts, this school that has I now won the other two day. games, beating Ohio State and beating Florida? Where I'm is angry. Oral Roberts located? It's not South Carolina, right? Nope, it is not. I'll give you. You want a hint? I do want a hint. No, it is. I don't want a hint. Wait, hold on, hold on. I know this. It's 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 an O. You want you want to you want to phone a friend? Um, it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma. Where in Oklahoma? I mean, probably, <laughs> probably like Tulsa. Yeah, it's Tulsa. <laughs> It is Tulsa. Hey. Yep, it is Tulsa. It is Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. That's where Oral Roberts is located. Who and was... they they defeated Ohio State, and then they went on to defeat Florida. That is uh, that's absurd. What did you what are you what did you make of of that? 
it's exactly what I told you. People's brackets are going to be wrong. I The thought that came to my mind when that happened, when um, North Texas beat Purdue, when Iowa went down, was I remember specifically you asking me about other upsets, like the biggest uh, gap in upsets. And I and the words that ring in my head, I just don't see any anywhere else. I yeah. didn't see any upsets from what was going on. And then we had the most upsets in this bracket that I can remember in recent memory. Like, it's been insane. It's been insane. There's four double-digit teams in the Sweet 16. That's the second most in tournament history. I guess I should. I guess I should ask this. I, I really want to ask this question here, and I'm also going to ask this question for Chris. I know if he's still in here, Chris. If you're still in here, I want to know how your. I have yet to see you at work. I want to know how your uh, upsets went with your your buddy that you had that bet with. So if for oh, those, true, yeah. for those who have not watched the show, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, Chris placed a bet. Normally places a bet with a friend of his where they have to pick. I believe something along the lines of picking certain upsets and whoever wins the bet ends up. The loser has to buy the entire family dinner, the, 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 the opposition's family dinner. That's that's an expensive ticket. Okay. Uh, With, with kids, wives, husband, that's a lot. That's and and paying for your own family on top of that. That's a lot. Okay. That's a lot. I'd be very, I'd be very interested, Chris, if you're still in here to let us know, uh, let us know how that went. He won. But, he won the bet. Oh, there it is. There it nice. is. Who'd you pick? What was your upset that you picked? That, that I was, was, see, and while he's doing that, I regret, like, because when, when we asked that question, the only other one that I would have spoken about was the Oregon State-Tennessee one, but I feel like a lot of people were hot on that take, so oh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be bold. On. I hope that's what he won on. That'd be yeah, great. yeah. I wanted to be bold, I re- and I really did think Winthrop would have a good run. And like I said, it was going to be a tough, difficult game, and it really was until about the last minute or two when Villanova took off. So There it is. I- I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad he got that. There it is. That's good. Good, That's good. Crazy, good. Bro. You would, you, you're not going to find many people who had Oregon State. You're not going to find many. Except for us. Well, th- th- the reason why I had Oregon State was because of, well, well, sure. may, well, maybe in that round. I mean, more like as far as the uh, fact that they're still yeah. in it. Like yeah. you, a lot of people would have had them beating Tennessee, and then they would have had them losing uh, to Oklahoma State because uh, Oklahoma State came into this tournament kind of flat. Like I'm shocked. I, I'm not really sure what it was. You know, I thought they were going to come in and just be so excited and high energy and high tempo and high pace. And is there is there good. something? I this might be completely way off here, but I feel like. If you think about it, and I know Gonzaga, Gonzaga is still in it. Well, this will kind of segue into our our Sweet Sixteen talk here. If you've noticed something, like I've noticed a trend here, AJ, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup, the Los Angeles Lakers won the the NBA title, and the Los Angeles Dodgers won the World Series title. Those three teams are very are are like known for yeah. like being great teams and then they should like those are the teams at the beginning of the season that you're like okay they should be stanley cup champions they should be nba finals uh, nba champions they should be that in this covid time is that what we're at and you see gonzaga in that spot it's making me think more and more that gonzaga is going to end up winning it to continue this trend of these great teams are going to win it all because we're in just a very tricky time and talent prevails over upsets because of the time that we're in the COVID time where there's not a lot of practice, not a lot of gelling, not a lot of, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I'm actually really glad you brought that point up because I would have a counter argument to that. And it's kind of like in college football, you know how everyone just 
runs over the thought process of playing non-conference games. Yeah. They don't matter, right? It's a little bit of the same in college basketball to the point that they're not so effective, but it's a much bigger deal when you don't get to play non-conference yeah. teams because who are you seeing through the tournament? All these other teams that play a different style. So you spend all this time, sure, you're playing top-tier talent, so to speak, but you could say the Big Ten played top-ten talent, and there's one team left in the Big Ten, and they were yeah. one of the highest-ranked preseason conferences. So I think with this COVID team, with this COVID time, not being able to see what some of these other conferences have to offer, not being able to play some of these guys and know the different styles that are out there actually hindered some of these better teams. And yeah. so I think about a Gonzaga, and you're right. I mean, they're out there playing ball and doing what they do best, 26-0, 28-0 if you count the tournament games, and they're going to be a scary team and a hard one to knock off. And that's what I'm saying, man. It's like it just seems like during this COVID era of, of championships, it's all the teams that should, like – you 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 say they should be champions with all the talent that they have. The Lakers, the Anthony Davis, and, and LeBron. Those teams are so stacked. They should win it. The, the Dodgers. There's been so many years of the Dodgers making it to the World Series or the play or the postseason, and they just fall flat on their face. But they did it this year. The Tampa Lightning, right. same thing. I think that that really, like in my head, in the back of my head, I'm thinking Gonzaga's going to win it. Even though I have Baylor, I think that Gonzaga – it makes sense with the way if they if they meet Baylor, uh, I would be mum on a prediction, you know, because I, I if it's Gonzaga versus Baylor, I'm not that quick to just cut out Baylor. But Baylor's got a tough one up against Villanova this this uh, weekend as well. Uh, yep. I mean, Villanova, they know how to do it. They know how to, they've been there before two national championships in recent memory. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jay Wright is a great coach. That's going to be a high-profile game. Villanova, once they got past – and I know this sounds crazy, but once they got past Winthrop, I believe that they kind of put it in a little bit of an autopilot. I mean, that's just – they're just good. They're just good. Villanova's a good team. And Winthrop was going to surprise them. They would think – Winthrop was the type of team you look past. But after having a battle like that against a number 12 and then seeing North Texas come in at 13, taking down Purdue, once again, a very good team in this tournament – you don't look past that. You know that this is a team you're going to have to get up on and play your brand of basketball right away. And that's what they did against North Texas and kind of took off to an easy win. That's not going to be the case against Baylor. Baylor, they're going to have to play their best game while receiving somebody else's best game. And the best game of Baylor is what got them the number one seed and likely favorites to be in the final four and in the championship game. I, I that's I, you, you sold me on Baylor, man. I love what, like, I like I said before, I love the defensive teams here, and I love the teams that can that that really play a solid all-around game. And I think that's what Baylor does. And I'm still riding Baylor, okay? I'm yeah. still riding high on Baylor. I'm still confident in that pick it, uh, as as my uh, as my champions at the end. But let's get into the Sweet 16 talk here. What's the first matchup from the Sweet 16 that you are most? Oh, God, it's good. Get into it, Michigan, Florida State. What? <laughs> let's go. What, I'm like, why do you even ask? You know where I'm going with this. <laughs> but at the same time, though, here's the thing. At the same time, sure, I'm a homer, but I guarantee you, most of the country wants to talk about this game for a couple of different reasons. It is a so, high-profile game. Go so ahead. give me get get. So in, instead of you starting off bias and kicking it off bias, start off talking about Michigan. What? What? Tell me about Michigan. The fact that Michigan got over the hump and they are where they are right now is something that scares me. You know, we talked about Isaiah Livers being out, one of their best guards. But they came in and they found a way to continue winning games. You know, they they kept their in, – in a matchup where every other team 
has been controlling the tempo. That's what got most of the Big Ten in trouble. They weren't dictating tempo, and that's what Big Ten does really well. They make you play up to their speed, and that wasn't the case for so many teams. It ended up not being the case for Michigan either, but they held on because Michigan also plays great defense. Michigan also has great size. Once they were able to get up to LSU team, which is one of the highest scoring teams in the nation at 82 points a game, and hold them, I think it was to, what, 76? Um, that that tells me that they were – or 78 points. That tells you they were prepared to come in and not overlook somebody and realize that they had to do different things if they were going to come out here with a W because they weren't playing with one of their hottest players. So Michigan comes in, a team that beat us a couple years ago, 2018, 58-54 <laughs> on great defense. Breaks my heart. But I'm excited because that's how I expect Florida State to go about the business this time. And we are going to take this W based on defense and stopping their players from hitting buckets. Look at you. Look at you. I, I, I do want to bring this up, though. And it's breaking news. Not really breaking news, but something I, I really want to – I really want to derail the train here just for a second here. So Adam Schefter just tweeted this. He okay. says Patriots reserve offensive tackle Justin Heron or Heron. I don't um, mm -hmm. uh, was just honored as a hero by the Arizona, the temp Arizona temp Tempe Arizona police department today for helping to stop an attempted sexual assault in a park. So Justin Heron or Heron was honored yeah. by the Tempe Police Department today for helping stop an attempted sexual assault. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that, it that, is. Like that that should be the case, especially and and I'll say like if any man, if you're capable, like absolutely you should do that. Yeah. But like when you're a guy like that, blessed with the physique to be I yeah. mean, if you see also, stuff like that and you don't stop it, you're you're the you're part of the problem. Yeah, you're and, and also problem. also there's so much there's always this and we'll get back onto the basketball topic in just a second, but there's always these stories out there. Just, I mean, the Deshaun Watson thing, there's just what nine counts or 20, tw the, the, no, the 20, it's 20, right? It's like, this is like, a Tiger Woods case, man. Yeah, it's it's so up like, in the 20s. Either way, there's so many cases of, of that with Deshaun Watson. And that's, that's like basically just all over the news world and it's everywhere. Yeah. It's plastered everywhere. But then this happens. This needs to be talked about too. So that guys can start having that influence of, Hey, I want to do stuff like this to like, get my name in the, in the paper here by doing good things. So like that, I feel like that just deserves, deserves. Well, I hope, I hope they do it because it's the right thing to do. And by yeah, chance they get their name yeah, in the paper, yeah. but and, and I, I, I know I hope that there's no, th th that we can just rid the world of all like sexual assault, things like that. But this is, this is the real world and you have to know these real things yeah. either way. Great on them for, for doing that. Uh, yeah. I thought it deserved the the time there, but I, last question regarding Michigan. I'll let you, and then I'll let you talk about your Florida State. Uh, are we sleeping on Michigan? Is the country sleeping on Michigan? Because I always hear about Baylor, I always hear about Gonzaga, and you. The way you just talked about Michigan, it seems like they they deserve to be in that that conversation as the best of the best. I don't hear about them as the best of the best. Do they deserve to be? In the best of the best. See, and this is what got me in trouble last week. I mean, you ask me these questions that have a very solid answer that most people would agree with. And then you have to remember you're in a one and done tournament on any and you can get any team's best game any night. I don't think the country's sleeping on Michigan because they're favored to win this game against Florida State by a decent margin. I think it's like 68 to 32, <laughs> something of that nature, which let's let's get right, people. 
But <laughs> when you when you talk about them losing their star player, when you talk about the firepower of Baylor, when you talk about the 28-0 record and the way Gonzaga goes about their business, it's hard for you to look past that and think that Michigan's going to overcome all of this. Like, kudos to Juwan Howard and getting this team where they are, you know, and the fact that they do come out and fight every single night. But when I look at a Gonzaga, who is who they'd be facing in the Final Four, I'm, I, I got to go with Gonzaga on that. And if they, whew, if they beat Gonzaga, I, there's no way I'm telling you they can't beat Baylor. I mean, because yeah. clearly they showed everybody is wrong. But yeah. I, I, I got to like, get past Florida State first. I like, I like hearing about Michigan because, I mean, well, you know, their football team is just not not very good, you know. Yeah. Michigan, they, de- they deal with a lot of heartaches, though. But I'll give you your chance now to talk about your Florida State Seminoles. And I want to start off by saying I just saw this uh, this stat here. They're one of the ESPN, and this is their stat department here, just not, not really a stat, but they are all they are one of the best offensive rebounding units in the country. Yep. Yep. Uh, how, and, important, you know, how important is that? I just I, the way I the way I see that, the way I think of it, like I'm like as a casual guy, I don't I never really put that much thought into uh, a team leading in rebounds, but that seems like a very, very important stat that well, should be well, up all the time. Here's the other part of that. If I'm not mistaken, you said offensive rebounds, right? Yep. That does two things for you. One, it gives your op- your offense another opportunity to put more points on the board. And two, it stops their team from being able to put points on the board. It especially matters when you're holding on to a late lead and you need to minimize as many chances as possible for the opposition. So having, you know, having a team that can grab the ball back off of a bad miss, kick the ball back out and waste 20, 30 more seconds off of the clock. That's immense. It's the same thought process of getting a first down in a two minute drill for the NFL or in college football. So having the rebounding be a big factor of your game is a huge part of it. If you can control the boards, you can control the game. That also goes back into that tempo conversation that I talked about Michigan having a big problem with. If we're grabbing boards on the defensive side off of Michigan misses, well, and we're up by six points, well, let's be slow to take the ball up. Let's hold it down, see if we can knock in a three. Now we're up by nine, and we took 30 seconds of your possession out of the way. So being able to control the boards is a huge part of it. It helps you control the tempo. It helps minimize the chances for the opposition. And that's obviously something you're going to want. Yeah, I, I always – I thought about that too. Actually, I get out of my head moment right there where I thought about that this weekend with like the possession. like Because like as I'm watching the games and I have my upset pick about to win, and I can't remember what game it was. It might have been the USC, the UCSB game, I believe, because mm-hmm. I, I, I can't remember who they played. It might have been Oklahoma State, right? Or no, was it no, no. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was the U, UCSB game where they had like a, maybe a four point lead at the end, of, towards the end of the game, and I was like, oh, they can just control it, kill the clock there, kill the clock. Yeah. And, but then they ended up just not doing that and ended up losing. Um, but I thought about that possession time being a big thing here. Uh, so, but back to your Florida State Seminoles. What should we expect from them for this game against Michigan? All right. So I'll say this. If there was ever a chance in this tournament that I was actually worried about the turnover problem coming back to bite us, it's right now. The the positive side of things is we've got off to a good start and the turnovers haven't been a huge problem. You know, we've kind of got ourselves uh, underneath our, our game plan. We're playing well. But Florida State hasn't had many opportunities on the road. So you get a couple good wins against some teams you should beat. And then when you're looking up at a tall test, 
you tend to you tend to get the nerves racing a little bit and you might slow down and you might forget some of the very things that you want to be focused on. So if you come into this game with Michigan, you let them get ahead, it has to go all the way back to the defense. It's what we have built our whole identity on for the last two seasons. It's how we've gotten so far. It's how we were able to sustain uh, Colorado and take off on them and beat them the way we did. I think coming into this Michigan game, if we are able to neutralize the perimeter, which we've done a very good job of, and we're able to move in transition and continue to handle the boards, we're going to take a good, uh, we're going to take a W here. The defense has been outstanding. I don't know if that's been a situation of the other teams just being cold, but I also believe it has something to do with what Florida State's been able to do to them. We've been holding the teams to 36% from the field in this tournament, and that's fantastic. That's amazing. While at the same time, we're scoring on the other end. We're hitting threes. We're running in transition. Our versatility is on, on display. We have four four of our main scorers from last season are back this year. The only person who wasn't here last year was Scotty Barnes, and he's the ACC freshman of the year. So that tells you a little bit about what we're able to do when the offense is clicking. I'm, I'm excited. Are you – give me your prediction here before we move on to this other side of the bracket. You you have your – you confident in your Knowles? Florida State sixty-eight to sixty-three. I like it. Uh, I, like I do it. think I do think Florida State's going to have a good first half. Uh, it's kind of what you've seen in both of these games. But near the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half, the other teams they get it right. They make us they make us run for it. They make us work real hard, and we have to find a way in that last ten minutes to to remember our identity. Yeah, play some good defense, and I think we'll be able to carry this out. Balsa Copravitsa, buddy. Let's work down low. Let's get those rebounds. Let's get those blocks, and let's remind everybody: stop taking the ball from the top of the key, ball. So if you're listening, like if you're at the top of the key, <laughs> there's a dude in the corner to your right. Almost every single play, kick it out. Let Anthony Polite hit that three. Let Wyatt Wilt hit that three. Entire, entire Florida State Seminoles basketball team shout out because you're probably watching this, of course. Because I mean, why? Of course you they are. They know about your boy. Yeah. Of course, of course. So let's go, let's go on to the other side of the bracket here. Uh, we got Baylor, Villanova, Arkansas, Oral Roberts. Oh, man, I, I really, mm. really hope yeah, Oral Roberts yeah. can continue rolling, man. I, if Baylor gets knocked out, I hope it's to <sighs> Oral Roberts, okay? I want to yeah. see Oral Roberts go all the way. Uh, but then you got Loyola, Chicago against Oregon State. Uh, Mike Sherman, Mike Sher- Michael Sherman's uh, Cinderella team right there, Oregon State. And then Syracuse against Houston. And I, I always thought Houston was another one of those teams that you could think of as 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 one of those teams that belong in that upper echelons of of uh, of of top teams in college basketball. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on on uh, on Syracuse and Houston? Man, this is a. Uh, I think this is going to be another high profile game. To me, this might be the best like eleven versus two matchup. Uh, I mean, I, I UCLA has been doing UCLA has been doing some really good things, and I, I do believe you'll but be they're excited. Not be huh? But they're not going to beat Alabama. I, you know, what, all right, so when I said the best <laughs> 11 versus two, I actually forgot Alabama was a two seed. Yeah. Uh, but I still – I stand by it. I do think the Syracuse and Houston game will be better. And and it's got to be because of Buddy Bayheim and Syracuse. This kid has been on an absolute tear. I mean – He's he was cold playing the last game, but then he scored 22 of 25 in the last game to take Syracuse to the W. That's been fantastic. He's averaging 28.3 points per game right now, and he's shooting 24 from 43 in three point range. 
That's 55% from three. That is a trigger. That is the greenest light that you will ever see in college football if you're doing that. So I'm, I'm expecting I'm expecting Syracuse to, to actually to pull off another upset and take this. Now, Houston, their guard, Quentin Grimes, is fantastic. He can do everything you want him to do. 18 points from the field, six rebounds a game, two assists. And that tells me he's looking for people. But in college, if you're at that four or five assist mark, you're looking good. Two assists tells me he wants to get the ball out. But if he needs to, he'll stop and he'll take the game over. They're really strong on the perimeter, but Syracuse has a decent amount of size and they know how to spread and play perimeter defense, and that might be the way they do this. They, they may try to get Houston to start jacking up threes and get them off kilter early because you know the monster, live by the three, die by the three, and I think that's what uh, Syracuse is looking to do. And, and it's a risky play, but if they, they also feel they can hit the three as well as Houston can. So if we get into a three-point battle, I mean, who's going to flinch first is the question. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to watch that one. I, I, I've, I like what Houston's doing. I know that they, I, I know what Michael Sherman said down here. They almost blew it against Rutgers, but I, I mm-hmm. think, I think Rutgers was a little bit better than we all thought too. I actually thought Rutgers would end up winning that game. Remember I changed yeah, yeah. because of you. So I give you credit. I changed it because of you. Uh, but, and they're actually Houston's like one of the only teams I have left in the bracket challenge, uh, <laughs> but go, let's go back over here to the bracket here. Oregon State and Loyola Chicago. I really like what Loyola's doing a lot. Okay. I think that they're, uh, I feel like every, I feel like they're becoming more and more of a team here. You look at their stats here. I mean, it's, it's a clear disadvantage, actually, when you look at what their stat, what their rankings and stats, according to ESPN, compare uh, to Oregon State. So, AJ, can you tell me, are you, is this another Oregon State upset, or is Loyola strong enough to de- beat them? They're absolutely strong enough to beat them. I mean, you look at the way these guys have been playing, and Loyola Chicago is a team that can play with just about anybody. Oregon State is having a run. They're having fun, and they're having a run. I- <laughs> <laughs> fun and on the run, baby! That wasn't, that wasn't even on game. purpose. <laughs> I-, I-, I look at the fire that Loyola Chicago plays with their, their dude, uh, Cameron Kurtwig, he's been, he's fired up. He came back for this moment. They came back to fight for sister Jean and that's what they're doing, man. They're putting everybody on notice. They play solid defense, they hustle and they put it all out there. They know that, you know, this is a team that if they're going to go down, they're going down, leaving it all on the court. I mean, they find the open guy. They make the right decisions. They don't jack up shots that are contested. They wait for the open three because they trust in their guys. They know I don't have to do it all because somebody else is going to be open and make the right play. Look at that. You know, they're scrambling to find something to happen, and they do. Someone gets open, they get them the ball. They hit the shot when they're, when they're called upon. So they're going to have their hands full. Oregon State, you can you can argue a, a bunch of the same things. These are two teams that fight for the guy who's next to them in the same jersey. And when you get that type of basketball, it's going to be fun to watch. Don't miss a Sweet 16 matchup if you can help it. The games yeah. aren't all running into each other anymore like they were last weekend. If you could, I mean, you know, sit down and just watch every battle you can because you're going to be excited to see what comes of the Final Four. I almost guarantee you. So, AJ, we, you and I, I want to do this together here. Ooh, let's do it. I want to do this together here. This is our together, second chance. All of this together. All right. Don't be throwing out them high school musical jams. I, I know, I know. Don't be the doing Disney that. Trigger. I forgot about the Disney trigger. Don't be doing that to me. But let's take a look here. Sweet 16, Gonzaga 
Creighton, I think this one's an easy one. Gonzaga, right? Mm-hmm. I will no longer say anything's easy, but no, nah, it's easy. <laughs> okay, there you go. USC and Oregon. I don't know much about this game, uh, to be completely honest with you. So if you were filling out your bracket, Oregon, mm. USC. Oregon surprised me, you know, against Iowa. I think they I think Oregon was just really excited to finally get on the court. You know, they had their first game um canceled against VCU because of COVID. So, you know, they got on the on the court and were just like, we get to play some basketball, let's do it. And they just kind of ransacked an Iowa team that wasn't prepared to see that. USC is riding a high, man. I it's hard to it's hard to pick this one. This is how I felt about Loyola versus Georgia Tech. This could swing either direction. Both of these teams in the Pac-12 are really good, representing for their conference. Oregon has done damage in the tournament for the last couple seasons, and I, I'm going to go ahead and pick them to continue doing that. Okay. okay. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Feel free to yell at me next week. I, I'll be okay with that. Yeah, let's, you know the deal. Let's, let's give the do people it. Want. Let's give the people what it. they want. Ah. This one here, I'll even zoom in on it here. I just... Let's give the people what they want. That's the right Final Four matchup that we all want to see down here. Okay. I, listen, bro. Listen, if 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 this matchup happens and Alabama beats Florida State, I'm not coming to work on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, I'm not coming oh, to work on you Wednesday. Should, you shouldn't come. That, that should – yeah, yeah. But wait, do I get the same excuse? No. It's no? expected for you. Fair enough. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I really, I mean, I really hope it happens, man. I really, hope I would it love happens. it. I would love it, man. If this happens, we should uh, see what our schedules look like and watch the game together. We should. We maybe a live watch along with hey, everyone. Maybe yeah. a live watch along. No, probably not, though. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Baylor Villanova is the next matchup, and both of us have Baylor winning it all. So this one has to be Baylor, right? It, it, it should have to be Baylor. Again, this is going to be – I think this is going to be another good game. Villanova, man, if they keep moving through, they will easily be the most tested team in the tournament to this point because yeah. the, what they've had to go through – the second game, not so much. They got themselves together, but fighting Winthrop and now having to go against Baylor, that, that's going to be a hard one. <sighs> Cinderella story, baby. I, I'm I so happy this happens. Like, I can't not pick that. I can't just not pick that. I, I'm I'm okay with that, man. Look, like yeah. let's call Oral, Oral Roberts the SEC Busters. They're coming in here and taking out some top teams in the we SEC. Are all, all aboard the Oral Roberts hype. The team. March Madness without a without a Cinderella team would just be sad. So let's I'm so go, happy they're here doing this. I'm on the bandwagon. I'm with them. Let's go, let's Oral, go Roberts. Oral Roberts, baby. Let's go. Let's and go, Oral. Oral Roberts. <laughs> Oral Roberts. <laughs> Loyola, Chicago, Oregon State. I feel like you convinced me to pick Loyola. Sister Jean, right? Or are we going with Sherman's? Uh... It's another hard one right there. Oregon Oregon State, Loyola, Chicago. Oof. Let's. Uh... You want to table? I, I, I will close my eyes. You pick. You, you, whatever you pick, I'm, I'm there for you. Uh, all right. Done deal. Woohoo. Okay. 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 Thanks. You, now I can yell at you if they're wrong. I'm gonna go with the Qs here, though. I'm going with Syracuse as well. That's uh, I, I I like I like their chances to win a three point contest in this game. There you go, there you go. So there's our final. There is our elite eight, I should say. AJ, let's keep it there. Let's keep it there. Yeah. And next show, next show that we do that we discuss well, all the well. The yeah. If you mean next show, like next week, we won't be able to. So we might yeah. actually have to continue going now because the elite eight will also be played this weekend. Boom. 
Boom. Whoa, 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 whoa. Or Roberts. We didn't talk about this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Alabama. You messed up and you're very, oh my God. If it makes you feel better, that's exactly what it looked like for me, except Florida State. So uh, (laughs) if you guys want the correct finish of this, just substitute Alabama for Florida State and uh, we are correct. Would that make you feel better? Oh, that's so nice of you. That make, does that make you feel better? Uh, yeah. better? It, oh my god! Either uh, way, has you to will be. be I won't be able to handle you, bro. If if Alabama wins, I'm not ready for that reality. I'm not, honestly. I don't. I, you've never. Not to not to brag here. Not to brag here, but you've <laughs> never had a chance to brag to me. I've never. That is not really a brag. That's not really a brag. Because it's just so expected. No, because I just hate Tampa. It's just like <laughs> I, I hate it's Alabama. Don't do it. Man. We're just gonna go ahead and get him out of here altogether. <laughs> but you just did it to yourself. You just I did it to yourself. Yeah. I caught that as that. Uh, I was like, wait. <laughs> Nothing will compare. And everyone, I I insist, do yourself a favor. Check out Fun and Games <laughs> Friday's moment where we did the trash drop, and AJ and I both. <laughs> Did it to Dylan at the same yeah. time. It was fantastic. <laughs> but there it is. We will discuss more about our brackets next time. Maybe next week we'll we'll bring it up again. But AJ, it's been a lot of fun, buddy. It's been a mm-hmm. lot of fun. I want to remind everyone about our women's March Madness bracket that we have right now going on. Most influential, greatest women of all time in sports history. Yeah. Long one to say. Uh, but the final four has been set. I will pull it up here one last time. Billie Jean King against Lisa Leslie. Tennis all tennis superstar, women's rights activist Billie Jean King against Lisa Leslie, who has basically just dominated the WNBA from start First to finish. Led, led the NBA, the WNBA, led women's basketball, even led the NBA, basically, I feel like. like <laughs> she's just changing the game of basketball herself. So that's the first two matchups. That's an all-me matchup. AJ, you are on the other side here. Tell our lovely listeners who's what's on your side. Pat Summit versus Serena Williams. This this is the battle to watch. This is the one that uh, you know you should keep a close eye on. So uh, everyone, go out there, just vote on our pages. Pat Summit, of course, that's who you want there, and I'll let you decide who you want between Billie Jean and Lisa Leslie. But Pat Summit versus Serena Williams. We love Serena. Thank you for being everything you were to not just women, but men and anyone who wanted to be empowered. Thank you so much. But uh, Pat Summit, let's get this W. Let's get this W. Let's have an original and OG host championship. Oh, man. oh that'd be it's huge. Versus Leslie and then whew. that'd be huge, man. That'd be huge. And not we just don't want to forget about why we are doing this here. We are celebrating International Women's Day month, Women's Appreciation Month. We want to shout out all the women, the great women that are yeah. out there who have been doing so much, not even just in the sports world, but the moms, the Absolutely. grandmothers, the sisters, the aunts, the all of you guys out there making a difference. Even if you're just raising your, your like my mom, man, I do, not even to get personal here. My mom did a killer job raising myself, my brother, and my older brother, man. It is just yeah. the women out there, you guys are just fantastic. I don't know if there's a special <laughs> lady. In your, oh, oh. <laughs> Shoot. 
Now to see where you get the fishing from, Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But uh, if you had a if you had a special lady you wanted to shout out during the Women's Appreciation Month, you're more than welcome to. Oh man, you know I, I love my mom. Yeah, there you but go. I also, I also would give it up to uh, my youngest sister, uh, nicknamed Gemini, because we are both obviously. But you know she she's having to rock the single mother life, and uh, I have a nephew who's a little over one now, and I couldn't be more proud of the direction my sister's headed where she's come from now she's got to where she is now super brave killing the game as a single mom so honestly shout out to her shout out to all the single moms out there yeah. we apologize for the deadbeat daddies who run away if that's your case because they just suck straight up like, there's yeah. no other way around it so uh be there for your kids man. be there for your shout kids out, honestly too shout out to just i mean there's so many women who have to just be brave and step up and say things in a world where they're not, where people don't want to hear it. And I know that's tough to hear or stuff to say, but that's been a fact. And so that was a big thing for me with the Ronda Rousey. Why she was one of my, one of my selections was just the bravery it takes to step up and speak up and yeah. speak out and yeah. just, you know, screw what the society wants to hear. I, this I, is my truth. And I, I always it, tell my wife this, I'm like, problem. we were, we were talking about kids the other day and I always tell her, I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm afraid to have a daughter in this world because it's so scary for women to be out there. And you guys, you, I mean, that's a daily life for you guys. And you guys are strong, powerful. We appreciate you guys so much. All the women out there are doing great things. Thank you so much. But AJ, it is time to enter the final countdown. Do you have any last words for our audio listeners before we send it out? Mm, vote Pat Summit. Hey. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, content leave the review i know it's all good six star content leave the review hit the like hit the subscribe we're at 620 we are trying to get to a thousand before the end of the tournament we should probably do something about that vinny and make sure it happens and uh honestly i'll get to, i'll get to it in the final countdown though but anything else anything else no i'm good i'm gucci <laughs> adios turd nuggets Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. <laughs>